Welcome to the perfume room. How's everybody doing today? You guys, I used to say that whenever I would open up a comedy set and it's like, nobody's going to respond. And you don't feel that more than when you are a podcast host. If you've ever like taken a shower and started talking to yourself and you realize like, oh my God, I've had a whole conversation with myself. Um, Congratulations. You now know what it feels to be a solo podcast host. Anyway, my scent of the day today is New York Fifth Avenue by Fragrance Dubois, and this is such a gorgeous gourmand. It's got notes of rose and caramel and cashmere and wood and musk and cypriol. And you know what? I have loved this fragrance ever since I first smelled it, and today I finally had an epiphany of what it smells like. Do you want to take a guess? Let me tell you. Again, why am I asking these rhetorical questions? It smells like Penhaligon's Cairo. Unfortunately, it's not a dupe. I know you guys have been asking for one. These fragrances are both $300. The only reason I have a bottle of Penhaligon's is because they sent it to me and I only have a sample of New York Fifth Avenue. But oh my God, they both are amazing. They remind me of each other. It's funny because I hear Cairo compared to Oudza and Mood all the time. And maybe it's just because this one isn't as popular, but I don't hear anybody compare it to this fragrance. So I was trying to figure out like what it is that makes them similar. So I was looking up the notes and there's only one note in both that I don't recognize or immediately know the smell of. I know it's in a few fragrances I love. I just like, I don't know what the raw ingredient smells like. And that is Cypriol. So I'm going to assume that what I love about both fragrances, besides the other common notes like rose and vanilla and woody notes, is Cypriol. So stay tuned because I did a little research and that is actually going to be the Perfume 101 today. And my perfume juice of the day is on The Body Shop. So you guys know and love White Musk by The Body Shop. It's been around, I think, since 1988. It's a classic. And they recently came out with two flanker fragrances of the OG. So the two fragrances that they came out with, I think they came out with a few others, but the two that I ordered were Black Musk and White Musk Lover. Now, it's not a rant and it's not a rave. It's more of like a rant. Have I done this before? I've totally done this before where I have like a neutral feeling. Okay, so let me tell you what they smell like and save you some time and maybe money. Black musk, I said this in my Instagram story yesterday, black musk literally smells like the beauty aisle of a Caldors. Have you ever smelled a brand new hairbrush in a drugstore or a baby lotion? I, I don't even know. It is such a distinct smell. It doesn't smell like the beauty counter in a department store. It doesn't smell like a Sephora. It doesn't smell like makeup. It doesn't smell like lots of different perfumes. It specifically smells like all of the hairbrushes in CVS. Or have you ever been in like a hardware store and there's like weirdly like a sweet smell to it, but it's a hardware sweet smell? That is what Black Musk smells like. Okay, now on to um, White Musk Lover. I was very excited about this one because, you know, I love me a White Musk like the best of them, but I do crave something warmer. And this one actually said it had notes of my fave note ever, say it with me now, Oris, and some ambrette and pink pepper. I'm like, okay, we know from Monica Tan, pink pepper is the ultimate romantic note. Oris is my fave note ever. And ambrette is like a soft, almost like marshmallowy, soft, musky, sweet smell. So I was like, this is going to be great. Is it bad? No. 
Is it great? Also, no. I just feel like it straddles somewhere in between Namat Amber and Rosie by Rosie Jane and is neither here nor there. It also reminds me, and again, it's a personal problem, but one time I used to work in Times Square and I found a crystal shop. Immediately, you probably aren't going to want to get your crystals in Times Square. But I went into this crystal shop and they had all these little oils by the register and they had this one aphrodisiac oil and the guy convinced me to buy it. I guess I just reeked of desperation and um, that smell like makes me nauseous and that is what that smelled like. And I will say, didn't help me then, don't think it's going to help me now. Which I'll give you guys another perfume juice rant of something that was supposed to help me. If you saw my TikTok, I just ordered the Pure Instincts Pheromone Oil um, that Hannah, no, Anna, I don't know, someone sent me the link. I don't watch Bachelor in Paradise, but the seduction oil that she used. And it literally smells like cheap synthetic, like green apple, watermelon, massage oil that you would get in like a sex shop. I also said like the kind that you would get in a gas station and everybody was like, what sort of gas stations are you going to? Am I making this up? Don't they always sell like cheap lube and massage oil in gas stations? Like people on road trips need love too. What, we all of a sudden don't need lube when we're in transit? I mean, if anything, I think we would need it more. Again, just imagine being me for a second in my apartment with my paper thin walls. Um, my door is right next to my neighbors and if they walk by, they hear me um, talking to myself about why we need lube at gas stations. But it's New York City, baby, and you never meet your neighbors. Anyway, I tried it on. I said I would let you guys know what happened when my boyfriend came home. He came home and he was like, you smell like dryer sheets. And I was like, but sexy dryer sheets? And he was like, no. <laughs> so you guys, and also he's like very complimentary when I smell good. Like he loves the perfume I wear and he's always noticing it. So it's not even like, oh, he doesn't like fragrance. He loves it. He hated this. Someone commented on the video that she thinks it's like a placebo effect. Like whenever she wears it, she always like has a good night, but maybe her confidence is higher. And I think that's totally it. And honestly, if you need to buy a pheromone oil to get that extra boost of confidence, like I fully support it. Go out, smell like watermelon lip gloss and have the night of your life. Let's get to our guest because ah, she is the best. Today we have Maya Gant. She is the creator and founder of Black Girls Smell Good. You guys probably already follow her accounts, but Black Girls Smell Good is a community for fragrance-obsessed and fragrance-curious black women that to date has over 115,000 followers across platforms. I could literally talk to Maya for hours, and to be honest, we kind of did. Um, we realized we had been recording for like an hour and a half, and I was like, oh, I got to wrap this up. But Maya's background is really unique. Pre-COVID, she was a beauty educator. So she did what we're all trying to do on TikTok, IRL, in stores like Sephora, Nordstrom, Saks, Blue Mercury. And honestly, you guys, I didn't even know this part of the episode was going to happen, but Maya gives a behind the scenes look at what really goes on behind the beauty counter. And oh my God, it is juicy. Let's just say there's a reason why you are not being recommended certain fragrances. We also talk about the fragrances Maya feels are most overrated, the ones she feels are underrated, what we would pick for first dates, and how she builds her fragrance collection. And of course, in doing so, we discuss the very fine line between being a collector and a hoarder. And jury is out uh, on where we both fall. We also talk about Fenty. And guys, you're just going to want to take notes for this one because it is so much good information. 
Maya, welcome to the perfume room. How is your day going? Hi, friend. I am amazing. (laughs) I am feeling great today. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on the pod and hear all about your background in fragrance. But we always open the pod asking the following three questions, which are, what are you currently wearing? Would you say you have a signature fragrance, and if so, what? And do you have any fragrance um, hot takes or controversial opinions? I'm currently wearing um, the Labels Rose 31, and I have just a little splash of Montal Central Instinct on top. Okay. Um, So as far as signature fragrance, I like to pick a new one for each year. So my birthday just passed, like, literally a few days ago, and I'm 25 now. and. Thank you. (laughs) I'm 25 now and I was like, okay, it's time to move on, especially like when we're consuming so much fragrance. I want to, you know, still have my main character scent. Mm -hmm. And so for me right now, that's Montal Sensual Instinct. Last year for 24, it was like Tom Ford's Lost Cherry. Um, Year before that was Princess. Um, And then my hot takes. Oh gosh, I hate rollerballs and think they should be abolished. (laughs) There is not a single person in the world that I believe enjoys rollerballs. What is the point? Mm-hmm. That is a, you know what? That's a take that doesn't come up and that is so valid. It just like doesn't give the same sillage. Like you just, and it gets on your clothes too, especially if it's an oil fragrance. If I am wearing a, oh any God. sort of like nice fabric, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work with a rollerball. And it's like, as a proud oversprayer, I don't feel like I can ever have enough with a rollerball. I'm like, where am I supposed to? I've drawn all up my arm mm-hmm. <laughs> with this rollerball, and I still don't feel like I have enough. Yeah, I feel like rollerball should be abolished. What other hot takes do I have? Oh, I love dupes. If a scent, if there's a dupe, oh, I'm all over it. Yes. I am all over it. Um, with that said, are there any dupes on the top of your mind that you're like, this is a worthwhile dupe? Because people ask me all the time, and I would love your expertise. Oh, I feel like I couldn't go into this without talking about the infamous <laughs> Baccarat Rouge. Yes. Um, all, and I can say that with my entire chest, makes the closest dupe. I heard, Miss Emma, mm-hmm. that you are a cloud stan. <laughs> I do like cloud. From Ariana. Yes, okay, so I do like cloud. I'm not a huge Baccarat lover. What's weird mm-hmm. is I think cloud, like what I like about cloud is that you get the other like coconut and lavender notes. And I understand mm-hmm. everyone's comparison to Baccarat, but it does feel like a, it's like a slightly different take on it. Whereas mm-hmm. for me, Baccarat, I, I get more of like that burnt sugar vibe that I don't get as much in cloud. What do you, do you agree, disagree? I feel like cloud is like softer. It had. I don't know how I could describe it. Like, it takes the bite out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not sisters, maybe cousins. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe cousins. Um, But TikTok, like, exploded with these um, comparisons. And when I finally got my nose on it, I'm like, y'all are lying. Yeah. I think what's funny, I think, and it's something that you and I both know because we've experienced but like the power of mm-hmm. influence as a fragrance creator, like you you Ooh. post one video and all of a sudden something could be sold out or every like everybody takes your word for it. And I yes. think it's like, you know, somebody started saying cloud is the dupe and I understand the comparisons for sure. Like I understand mm-hmm. like how you could see, oh, this has a similar vibe, but they are very, very different fragrances for sure. 
It's like people heard that one comparison and ran with I it. I know. I'm like, whoever started that, Ariana owns them a check. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's... She absolutely owns them a check. There are certain fragrances, like I can think of like five, that has have just blown up because they've just become things that people talk about on TikTok. And mm-hmm. um, it's, really, it's really interesting just seeing like the power of influence of videos of like what makes a fragrance popular. The thing that really stunned me about Baccarat Rouge, infamy on TikTok, is like TikTok is a platform for the masses. The people that Mm -hmm. we are influencing with fragrance videos oftentimes are like 15 year olds. And that is such an expensive fragrance. And I I do make it a point to talk about a lot of luxury niche fragrances because that's something I Mm -hmm. enjoy. But I think it's so crazy how many like 15 and 16 year olds like saved up all their life's money. When I was 15, like $200 was (laughs) it. That was what I had saved. Like, you know, and just this idea that like there's like ninth graders walking around wearing um, Maison Francis Kirchhoff blows my mind because that was so far from what I was wearing as uh, a teenager, you know. (laughs) So many of the DMs that I get looking for dupes. Mm -hmm are young people and they've seen the just this explosion in popularity for Baccarat and they're like oh is it worth it is it worth it I mean yes but also you don't please do not feel pressured right (laughs) it is okay there are more fragrances right and so I'm always offering dupes or like let's get you close to it I'll get you on the same block yes but you don't have to always you know go for all three hundred dollars worth of fragrance, right? And so maybe, maybe Ariana Grande Cloud is like um, not the same street, but like the same neighborhood. Yes, that's a. They have the same trees in the front, you know, same style building. Yeah, you get the gist. Um, okay, so I want to know. You were saying Central Instinct is your current signature, which also I just like that. I feel like you have so many fragrances. You know so much about fragrance that anything that is like signature worthy for you, I'm just like, I need to know. And that is actually not one I am familiar with. I have tried several Montel fragrances, but not that one. So can Mm -hmm. you tell me like what the notes are, what it smells like? Yeah, so it um, starts off with like a blast of coffee bean. Mm. um, And the floral is actually rose. And the thing about me, I stand by the fact or I stood by the fact I'm a recovering rose hater. Okay. <laughs> At first, you would come toward me with anything rose, and I was like, that's for old ladies. I am not interested, and now it's in everything that I own. I love the vulnerability. Um, <laughs> this is really... <laughs> um, but yeah, it opens with a blast of coffee beans, and it has a praline note that I just love. I'm a gourmand lover. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to smell edible? I agree. That is my goal Always. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to smell completely edible. Um, but yeah, it's super sweet. It's crazy because this fragrance actually reminds me of something from my childhood and I've yet to pinpoint it. Mm. I think that it's, um, there was a brand in Sephora called Carol's Daughter. This was back in the day. Like I was really young. I say that like I'm not still young. <laughs> <laughs> but Sephora used to carry Carol's Daughter. It's now like been bought out by L'Oreal, I believe. Mm-hmm. But they used to have fragrances. And one of my like core memories was walking into Sephora with my mom. And this was back when they were like generous with samples. And I would, I knew what she was doing. I wasn't interested, but I would go over to the fragrance wall. And I remember them because they were at eye level. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this smells like one of them, but they I cannot pinpoint which one because I was so young. Right. Um, but it's nostalgic for me. When I smelled it, I was like, oh my God, like I know that I've never experienced that fragrance before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then when it hit my nose, I'm like, what is that? I know this. Right. This is familiar. Yes. Um, and I still, yeah, I feel like one day it'll hit me. Like I'll be <laughs> doing dishes or something. I'm like, ah, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, this fragrance is so, it's sweet. It's a little bit like mossy. Um, it's like tonic. I just love, oh, you just want to eat it up. You want to eat it up. You need a sample immediately. I'm literally, as soon as I get off this call <laughs> with you, I'm going to order a sample. Um, I trust what you say with my life. So yeah, adding it to my, adding it to my list, Montal, Sensual Instincts. You know, you start talking about your scent memories. What was mm. your, like, how did you first get into fragrance? Oh, wow. Um, my mom and my grandmother were huge fragrance heads when I, I was it. a child. And that was like uh, just a, a, a source of joy for me because I've always been a girly girl. Like I'm technically a makeup artist now, but even oh, cool. then I loved um, the pomp and circumstance of getting ready and all those things. And one of their like I guess final touches when they were getting ready was to apply fragrance and my mom and my grandmother of course like they're like the best things in my eyes so I wanted to be just like mm -hmm. them like okay so when they're not looking or if we're heading to church or if they're heading out to work I'll let her get to the car first so I can spray her perfume like she's not gonna <laughs> smell it when you get the in the car <laughs> she's like what does that smell you're like nothing it's my soap <laughs> it was like never heard of that don't know what you're talking about yeah um but yeah they're they were uh, really passionate about fragrance. They actually even shared a signature scent for many years. Um, and that was Estee Lauder Pleasures. Aww, that's so nice. <laughs> I love that. And my grandmother, um, she kind of like, she was a Virgo. Let's start there. Okay. And she totally regarded herself as absolute royalty. And so <laughs> um, anything that she had, I wanted. Because I'm like, I have to, I have to uphold this. Like, we have to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so they bought me my first fragrance ever. I think I was like maybe eight years old. They're starting maybe you young. Eight. That is, that is like a yes. solid third grade. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so fancy. So just, uh, so grown up. I was like, oh, no one can tell me anything because I smell good. Yeah. Um, and that fragrance was OP juice. Nobody freaking remembers it. Yeah, I don't think I OPG. know. What did the bottle look like? What is that the brand? Yeah, it's I think the the OP was for like Ocean Pacific, I believe. Um, I'm literally Googling this as we're talking because <laughs> I just need a visual. OP juice. But it was a pink bottle. It sprayed like from the top, like in a really like weird nobody makes sprayers like that anymore. Um and it was coated in like this. Wait, pink I know jelly I literally know what you're talking about. I, I, yes! I know oh what gosh. you're talking about. <laughs> you have unlocked a fragrance memory in me that I didn't even know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember so vividly, like I'm very into textures and I don't know, but I remember like pulling the coating down because I had to know what the bottle looked like. It had like, like a weird underneath. gooey thing. Like the handle was yes. like gooey, right? The bottle? Yes. I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Oh my about. gosh. Nobody ever knows. No, I mean, I didn't when you said it, but then when I Googled it, I'm like, the bottle had like a, had a texture and the top mm -hmm. had like a weird, right? Like wasn't the bottle like a, like a Tempur-Pedic bottle or something? Like... I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, I remember the hand feel. Yes. And it's so strange that even now, that is one of the factors like, oh, I like the fragrance. I like the bottle. How does it feel in my hand? And I know most people would be like, girl, just spray the fragrance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, that's important to me. 
<laughs> how it feels, how it feels in my hand. Um, but yeah, OP Juice, that was that was the one that started it all. Wow. Um, <laughs> OP the OG. They bought that. I was like eight. Mm-hmm. They bought that. I was like eight years old. Um, and I think it was really because they wanted me to get off of their vanities. Right, right. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm eye level to it, so I'm playing in everything. Um, I think at that point, my grandmother was like really into, oh my gosh, some fragrance. What was it called? I can see the bottle. It was absolutely horrid. I smelled it again as an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck was this? Um, but I guess for the time, it was literally brown. The liquid was brown. Um, oh gosh, Youth Dew? I know it. Youth Dew by Esther Lauder. I have the chills. I that fragrance is. <laughs> okay, can I say like I kind oh, of weirdly like it. I know You're it's lying. controversial. <laughs> I know it's controversial, but I also like. I don't know. I I think I like you all do? of these like smells that were like retired for a reason. Like I also love Giorgio, <laughs> but I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't. With that said, I'm not wearing it. But there's something about it that I'm like... That you enjoy? Could we bring it back? If I remember correctly, isn't it kind of like woody and like patchouli-ish? I can't even begin to describe that fragrance. Yeah. I had... um, I used to work in a department store and I had an old lady come in. I won't call her old. A mature woman. Oh, I like that. Come in. (laughs) Mature woman. Mature woman. And when my older clients would come in... They never wanted to try anything new. They weren't, they didn't care about, you know, whatever event we had going on in store. They knew what they were coming for because they've been wearing it for 800 years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and at this point, um, I hadn't picked up that bottle. It just didn't spark interest. And she comes, she was like, I need one bottle of youth do. And she said it with so much pomp and circumstance. I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I go and I pull it out. And Emma, I thought, the fragrance had gone bad. I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Let me go to the back. This one, the 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 juice is brown. Like it's really dark. Let me let me go in the back and see if we can get a fresh one for you. My managers and I opened approximately four or five boxes before we realized. Oh hey, it just looks like that. Oh hey, it just smells, smells like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and god. Out for <laughs> And then I remember, like, oh, my gosh, why do I know this scent? I used to think, because wow. it was from my Nana, that it was a good fragrance. At least those are my tastes at eight years old. Wow. Okay, <laughs> now I want to, like, wear youth do and just, like, see how I am, like, received in the world. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about how did you start Black Girls Smell Good? What was the inspiration? And how did you go from... Um, eight-year-old OP loving Maya to this creator of a community and content creator and fragrance expert? Um, I've, like, you know, already, I've always loved fragrance and I was looking for just community to share it with. So with COVID, of course, no one was unaffected, Mm -hmm. but it completely changed things for me. I had just uh, gotten into a role that I really loved, a job that I thought, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this forever. And COVID came and said, hey, that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> what was the <laughs> and job? So, um, I was a beauty educator in Sephora's, in um, Blue Mercury, Nordstrom Sachs. Basically, if That's you've a ever dream like, job. Into- <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, if you've ever walked into any of those stores and like received help from someone who didn't work for uh, the actual store, mm-hmm. It's most likely a brand partner or a, a brand educator. And that's what I did. Um, like I told you, my first love was makeup. And so coming into like an education position was my 
ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. And so getting to do this, I'm, you know, um, learning about products, bringing in products to store, training different people. And pandemic hit and no, number one, we couldn't go anywhere. So my literal job did not exist. Um, <laughs> and then um, as like COVID restrictions started to lift here in LA, they add, they changed like the rules and brands were no longer even invited in store. And so I was like fiending. I'm like, I miss beauty. Like I've my entire career, like literally from my first job has been beauty. And so I was like, I miss the space. I don't feel like I can participate anymore because I'm not in the mix of it. I'm not at work. I'm not yeah. touching clients and playing with product or anything like that. And I was like, oh, I really need, I need that again. I need to feel that. That's a part of my life that I don't want to give up. And so um, one of my loves was, of course, fragrance. And I felt like there were literally 96 million makeup pages. I'm like, we don't need one more. I promise we don't. Um, but fragrance, yes. <laughs> there's space for me. And so I um, started like with YouTube and different YouTubers. And um, I found like some blogs for grants that could comment sections and other things like that. And I found a few forums. But what I found in the forums were that mm, there were never people that looked like me, that talked like mm -hmm. me um, or anything like that. And I'm like, is where are my people? <laughs> you know, Which like, is also crazy because black women make up such a large portion of fragrance fanatics and consumers like what literally we're huge consumers of fragrance yeah. and it's kind of off topic but rarely do you even see us like represented in advertisement mm -hmm. for this and it's like yeah. if we're your we're a big chunk a huge chunk of your consumer base and where are we right um <laughs> and so um i Started on Instagram, and at first it just started as like a fragrance journal because I actually do fragrance journaling. Like I write it down, and so I'm like, oh, I'll just like log it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And there's a few like fragrance uh, girls on here. Maybe we can connect or yeah. whatever. And so I started um, like reposting like pictures of things that I uh, of fragrances that I wanted to try next, and um, sharing like reviews of things that I had in my collection. And it went from 100 followers to waking up to 1,000 to waking up to 10,000. I'm like, oh, okay, people like this. Yeah. <laughs> people, this resonates with people. Um, and so we, uh, well, I say we, me and the community, the Black Girl Smell Good community, came together so quickly. Everybody just kind of like fell in and people came to me and they're like, this is exactly what I was looking for. There, wa there wasn't a space for us. This mm -hmm. didn't exist. Right. And it made me absolutely giddy because what else would be my purpose here if not for making a space you know for people that look like me you know yeah. um everyone else pretty much seemed to have a space to talk about fragrance and to share fragrance and I felt a bit like an outsider mm -hmm. because people I don't know you you know in this community people can be very um how can I put that uppity and <laughs> I do. It's like uh, it's just literally smelly juice in bottles. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this serious. Mm -hmm. Um, and so instead of trying to make myself a part of their space or encroaching somebody what someone else was doing, I was like, you know what, I can do it for myself. Yeah. And I made it for me, and people found it. It resonated with people. Mm -hmm. They they came in droves and they shared it so organically with literally everyone i have people like oh my nail tech she told me about black girl smell good or oh i was in the store and someone asked me and i shared her and i shared you and they were already following and you know so all these cool. different things from just just the pure love of people um 
but I had a lot of, um, I guess, information to share, especially because working in Sephora's, working in different department stores, I was receiving training almost, I mean, every other day. There was a new fragrance dropping. There was more to learn. And one of the things um, with working with department stores, the way that we were trained, it was to talk above people, to position ourselves as the only expert so that even if you didn't like what we were offering you, you thought because of the way that I talked about it, there was something that you should have. Mm -hmm. And that was hard for me because I didn't like lying to make sales, which is why I didn't succeed in that position. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were in uh, a position to talk above people, to use language um, that people didn't really understand so that they felt compelled to like, oh, I have to purchase this something fancy, this something exciting or, you know, that I can't live without. Um, okay, wait, can I stop you for one second? Like, yeah. can we name, who is asking you to like speak above consume? I'm, can we oh, say it or gosh. can we say what it rhymes with? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because I just, <laughs> I don't understand these marketing strategies and it bothers mm. me. Oh, that makes me angry. It was, oh, it was to the point that I was in the training. I got in trouble in a training once because I asked, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I won't say the brand, but I, um, they were coming out with something new. And she was, uh, the trainer is going on and on like, oh, yeah, this is going to be this. And we made it in the image of this and da 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 whatever. And so we finished the training and she's taking questions and everybody, oh, I love the price point. Da, da, da. Like they're giving compliments and trying to impress this this brand trainer. And I finally asked, I was like, so, hey, um, is this fragrance going to last more than 15 minutes? Then, you know, like <laughs> a little longer than the other ones. And she gasped and clutched her pearls like no one was ever supposed to say that their damn fragrance. Can we curse? <laughs> their fragrances did not last. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we were, especially in department stores, you're made to, like, push a certain brand. Even if you come in and I say, oh, my gosh, what it is that you're looking for? I know exactly that. Let's try this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. In a department store, you don't know as a customer, but before I even clocked in, there was a goal of how much of what brand we were going to sell. And so even though I think this Burberry London Dream Her would be perfect for you, I'm going to sell you that Mugler that we couldn't get off the shelf. Wow, because okay. that's the goal for today. I am shocked. You, I wish you guys could see this on video. <laughs> jaw is dropped. We are getting like the inside secrets behind the beauty mm -hmm. department. Yep. You know, and the, that's are. also interesting because sometimes, you know, before I was like really into fragrance and, and different sales associates would try and help me. I was like, mm -hmm. based on what I said, it's so weird you picked this fragrance for me. Like, the, And I didn't mm -hmm. know that it was a sales goal. Before you came in, there had already been goals in place where we need to make this much in this brand. And it was even, oh, I feel like I'm giving like the department store secrets. Oh, I live for this. And this is the episode um. <laughs> I didn't even know it was going to be. And I am like secrets of the beauty counter. I'm living for this. Yes. So with my particular position, I didn't, um, in that department store, I didn't work for any one particular brand. Mm -hmm. I had access to the entire floor. So I could sell anything. Um, and other, other uh, sales associates had like specific brand goals to meet. Mm -hmm. And so if you came to me asking for a fragrance, I could show you anything that I wanted to. 
Whereas if you came straight to the fragrance wall and approached someone, you may be approaching a brand partner. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to show you anything from a competing brand. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you want something fresh? I uh-huh, this. Right. <laughs> oh, you want spicy? Still this. Right. <laughs> you right. want something green? Still this. Right. <laughs> you buy this. Right. <laughs> and I didn't subscribe to that. I didn't like lying to people. Um, but yeah, we were totally uh, selling based on our brand goals. Mm-hmm. There w- it wasn't ever organic. Right. And that was one of the things I really disliked because I enjoy truly helping people. What is it to me if you if you don't buy the one that I recommend, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, that was, I guess, a little known, little known fact about department stores. Wow. You aren't really getting the help that you think you're getting. Right. And also, too, just like, I'm sure it like kills your soul as someone who loves fragrance and knows so much about it to not actually be able, like, you, you genuinely want to help people. And like, if yeah. someone asks for something, you're like, well, damn, I actually know what you're looking for. So it must like mm-hmm. hurt you if you're like, I can't say it. Right. <laughs> like, or, or even, especially because, you know, I love a dupe. I am a girl. Yes. Oh, I love a dupe. Oh gosh. It makes me giddy. Yes. <laughs> I agree. And I felt so bad sometimes selling people fragrances. I'm like, girl, I know a dupe that's $26. You just have to go down the street to get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I couldn't say that, you know, on, on our sales floor. Right. But yeah, it's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes You hand there. a sample card with, like, a spray, but there's, like, a note that says, like, turn left at the next corner. Like, <laughs> Don't buy this here. <laughs> Don't buy leave, this here, Leave please. now if you're smart. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you guys loving the episode? As promised, today's Perfume 101 is on the raw ingredient Cipriol oil. Now, I have to give a disclaimer, which is that I actually have not smelled Cipriol oil in its raw form. And usually when I do a 101 about an ingredient, it is one that I have smelled in its pure form. But let me try and explain it so that if you see it listed as an ingredient in a perfume you are potentially exploring, you have an understanding of what it smells like. So Cipriol oil is a woody, spicy smell that kind of smells like a combination of a lot of different raw ingredients. There's notes reminiscent of cedar, vetiver, patchouli, and it creates something that's earthy and woody and very rich at the same time. It's almost got a balsamic quality to it, and it's described as spicy, rich, and luxurious smelling. I hope to be able to smell a raw version of it soon so I can give you guys my description of it in non-fragrance terms. Back to the episode. Okay, well, you do have so much experience and knowledge and passion. And with that, I know what the people want to hear from us. They want to hear our like <laughs> recommendations. I mm-hmm. am so lucky to have you here in front of me to ask the, the hard-hitting questions. What perfumes any price range, dupe or not, any brand, because this is not a department store, would you (laughs) recommend um, for a, if someone wants a first date, that will definitely get them a second, besides, you know, assuming they have the personality and the chemistry. That will definitely get them a second date. Yeah. People might say this is basic, but Princess. By Vera Wang? Princess is going to, no, Killian. Oh, I was like, Princess by Vermin, interesting choice. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you see my poker face for a second? I was like, by Vermin. Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> you said there will be no second date. <laughs> I was like, no. this is, I was like, that's actually a hot take, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Killian's princess because it's fluffy and who doesn't if you don't like princess it's not princess it's you okay okay (laughs) okay I have a confession I have never smelled princess I've never smelled it I need to smell Emma yeah I know I know I wish we had smell-o-vision so I could spray it. I know. I wish we were recording IRL because this table would just have a thousand scents and we would just be smelling everything. Yeah. It's so fluffy and sweet and darling. It makes me feel ultra feminine, even if I'm not dressed like it. It Mm -hmm. just, oh, I can't imagine anyone smelling that and not wanting to say it or not remembering it, you know? Right. Um, So I think that one would definitely get a second date. Okay. I love that. I gotta go smell it now. And not <laughs> not Princess by Veraway. <laughs> no. <laughs> Princess by the great Killian. <laughs> what would you say? I guess we sort of covered this, but what fragrances would you say are um like overrated right now? Oh, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Victor and Ralph Flower Bomb does not deserve her spot. She has said it. Maya wouldn't make eye contact when she said that for everybody listening. <laughs> As she delivered that, <laughs> oh, she looked man. away. <laughs> Flower bomb. I just don't see it for her. I don't think she's that girl. Okay. And people oh, cling onto that fragrance mm-hmm. with all of their might. Right. And I just, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. When, um, that was another like heavy hitter in department stores. Totally. We sold, we had like a huge bottle of it that we would like to can into people's bottles. Like they could bring in an empty bottle and have it refilled. And when I tell you they were refilling this huge, like, I don't know, three gallon thing of fragrance every week because of people buying Flower Bomb. Wow. I just, I never understood it. I... It just smells... Have you ever smelled a perfume that just smells like perfume? Yes. That one just smells like yes. perfume. Like, to me, that's like, you know, some fragrances have a smell of just like... It just smells like a mix of the whole department store. Mm-hmm. Like, every perfume... That is such a good description of that. What I would say about Flower Bomb, I fully agree with you. Never got into it myself. <laughs> I think it was sort of like a gateway for people who didn't know they were into fragrance. Mm-hmm. So I think the responsibility that it had in like shaping people's interest in perfume is something that's mm-hmm. like noteworthy. But with that said, I never wore it. Never got behind it. I also like a lot of my friends wore it in high school and college. And it was something that was like, you smell it from a mile away. If you get stuck in public, in a, in <laughs> yes. a car with that person, like, it's going to be a, mm-hmm. a hard car ride. It lingers. It lingers. Oh gosh. It yes. lingers, attaches. <laughs> but I think it made people realize, like, oh, I think I want to explore, like, spicy florals more. And for that, mm-hmm. thank you for your service. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like it got people, like, into realizing yes, they could smell, like, things that were a little, like, edgy, but... Flower bomb is not it for me. Okay. Flower bomb. Any yeah. any other hot takes or overrated takes? Oh man. Um Tom Ford effing fabulous. Somebody had to say it and it's gonna be me. Yes. <laughs> the bottle, what the bottle was giving. What because I bought it. I even bought the candle because the bottle, I'm just like, how can I, as a Libra, not have Tom Ford effing fabulous? Because yes. yeah, that's on brand. Oh man. Um the outside of the bottle does not match. The, what is it? <laughs> it smells like Christmas potpourri, right? Like, that's what I, I get it, from it. It's something licorice-y yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. 
I, mm, and so it came to the point of like, do people like this or do they like the bottle? Do they right. like the name? People like saying and, they have fucking fabulous in their collection. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, mm, <laughs> she's not giving. Yes. Yeah, that one I bought. Um, they had like a body spray version that was like $68. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll start here. And I like got the candle because I just, I need decor. Like, even if I never burn it, I need that candle. Yes. Um, and the body spray, I was, when I was spraying, I'm like, I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, I don't know what I'm smelling. And I don't think I enjoy this. Actually, no, I don't enjoy this. And I proceeded to use it as, oh gosh, this is going to sound so bad. I use it as like bathroom spray. Like I just. It's got a potpourri. Yeah, that- it has like a potpourri vibe. <laughs> like I, I could see it being good it for like a, a house at Christmas or a bathroom. But you know, after <laughs> you need to relieve the smell in there. But yeah. I fully agree with you on that one. I think that's another thing in general that's upsetting is like when the fragrance falls short of the marketing or Ooh, or when yeah. it just doesn't match it. Mm-hmm. Are there any brands where the star fragrance from that one, like, for example, everybody knows Baccarat Rouge, but like maybe there's mm-hmm. another fragrance from the line that like needs more attention? Oh, I've been waiting on someone to ask me this. <laughs> Thank you for this platform. Um, I am here to let the people know, Princess is not an only child. Killian's kissing, justice for kissing. Kissing is so pretty and nobody ever talks about it. That was, I fell in love with that before I fell in love with Princess. Kissing is gorgeous. It's like powdery and soft and Oh, I think it has, like, Lily of the Valley, which I've noticed that I'm enjoying a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess as my taste change. Oh, my gosh. Killian's Kissing. Underrated. Unsung hero for sure. Um, as far as, like, MFK, Baccarat is cute. And we love her. Well, Emma doesn't. I it's love okay. Her. <laughs> my opinion is an opinion. Um, <laughs> but Gentle Fluidity Gold. Something's different about her. Yes. Something is different. She, oh, I literally, I keep her close by. She's this a warm fragrance. vanilla, amber. I hope, maybe I need to start the TikTok propaganda now to change the wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Baccarat and Sigeon's Fluidity Gold. This is like, oh, mm, I feel so feminine, so high end. So, oh, yeah. Gentle Fluidity Gold. If you do not have that, please. Please go get it. Um, What other unsung heroes? Oh, there's a brand called Penrose. And I don't see them talked about as much anymore. But they used to be like heavy hitters in Sephora. Yeah. They make a fragrance called Pillow Talk Poet. I know it. I have never just been... I was completely obsessed with this fragrance for a, a good six months. And I never wear the same fragrance like all the time yeah this fragrance had me in a headlock in a chokehold <laughs> i would <laughs> i would get up like where's my pillow talk where's where's this pillow talk poet so powdery smells like a fancy baby um people need that i remember i mentioned it on twitter and i went on the website so i'm like let me get a backup bottle just in case y'all take my word for it gone I was like, no way. I just, no way. I can't take all of that credit. But I'm like, at least some of those were for me. But no way. That we need to start so taking good. credit. When we sell, like, <laughs> there are times I've seen a fragrance that I've recommended, like, sell out. And I'm always just like, I didn't do that. But then I'm like. But did I? Maybe. <laughs> okay, I feel like 
Pillow Talk Poet is like similar to like if if for people who don't know it, it's like similar to mm-hmm. like not a perfume, right? Like that sort of like soft like skin scent, but better type smell, right? Because I've smelled it a while ago. Yes, it's very um very powdery. Like there's even I don't even know. I'm showing Emma the bottle, guys. Yes. It's like literally a powdery substance on top of the nozzle. Yeah. It smells like expensive baby powder. I don't need, like fresh skin, clean skin. I need to smell it. I love it hearing again. this with um, clean reserve warm cotton when I just want mm. to smell like I just live in the washing machine. Yes. This is that. This does that for me. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is a very nice layering combo. Do you hear all the sirens outside my apartment? oh my god okay um love it yeah i would say you know what you know what i would add to this conversation of fragrance like we don't talk about these fragrances from this brand enough i feel like montal Mm -hmm. everyone talks about their gourmands and for good reason they do their gourmands Mm -hmm. so well um and by gourmands i specifically mean like they're like desserty ones However, mm-hmm. two of my favorite Montal scents, one is a fruit scent and the other is a floral scent. Mm-hmm. Montal Wild Pears is one of the most realistic, juicy pears I've ever smelled. Wild pears? Yeah. It's so, Why do I not know this? It's warm, vanilla, actually geranium, which is like, adds like a sort of like mature smell to it, but it's such a fresh but warm pear smell. And then Montal, um, so iris intense, is... If you like a lipsticky smell, you know the smell of like old mm-hmm. makeup? That. Mm-hmm. That is like warm old makeup. Ooh. And not to say that I don't like their other fragrances, but I just feel like everybody knows Montal specifically for their gourmands and we need to mm-hmm. shine a light on some of their other some of their other fragrances. So iris intense. I'm literally putting this in my <laughs> I'm literally putting this in my bag. We're going to need to do a follow-up call on, like, all the ones we're getting because all of each other. All the things that we bought. I'm so embarrassed to admit that I have not tried any of those Killian fragrances. I, I have zero opinion, as I have literally never tried them. And I'm just like, what's what happened to me? Wait, where did I go wrong? I need to go to Sephora right now. When I tell you that Killian Hennessy put fear in my heart <laughs> when he said that this wasn't going to be in the U.S., <gasps> How dare he? <laughs> what okay. do you mean? I'm literally hitting a Sephora as soon as we end this call, and I'm going to order a sample of Central like Instinct. gone out of Sephora's. Oh, okay. Like, there's, well, at least in the LA area, there's not a single bottle to be found in Sephora's. That's I've very gotten, um, I feel like um, a sneakerhead, you know, like when they're trying to catch like new yes. drops or new releases. Right. I bought the big bottle of, I bought two backup bottles of the bottles that I had shame on it all um (laughs) but I caught a restock at literally 2 a.m I happened to roll over and something just told me you rolled over or you set an alarm okay I'm gonna say that you set an alarm for a restock but sure you rolled over (laughs) something just something whispered in my ear Emma and it said Mm -hmm. open that Sephora app yes lo and behold all the sizes were in stock I bought two, and then I um well I was like oh I'll post about it in the morning to share you know with the community. By the time the morning came, those bottles were gone. Okay, <laughs> they're completely gone. Wow. It's that serious. It's that serious. I stand, Killian Princess and kissing. Now they do have some in that line that ooh were a miss after sunset. 
Yeah, let me tell you now. Go ahead and pass. Okay. It it smells like BO. Armpit warmth. <laughs> like just before, you know like when you're in the gym, you're like, "Okay, I'm warming up." Yeah. But just before it goes yeah, Hangy. that's so yeah. specific, and I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Just before it goes tangy, that is what that fragrance smells like. I'm like, oh, this, this. I'm like checking. I'm like, what is that? I'm, and, yeah. Now I'm just like, what are the notes of After Sunset? Because like, what <laughs> makes? I'm literally looking this up. Okay, fun things happen after sunset. The main notes are. I don't know what in there does it. Lychee, black currant, green notes, rose, musk, and patchouli. Okay, interesting. Something about that just does not come across. I mm, I got mm, it. Mm, well, mm, maybe mm. I don't want to smell that. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. <laughs> I take your word for it, and I and I have experienced that in my own body, so I'm good on smelling it. I can get that smell for free. I just have to. Not wear no, deodorant. Just, yeah. You know, just a, a brisk walk around the block. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> we could get you there. We got to talk about something else, which is that. Yes. You talk about getting backup bottles. One thing we must mm-hmm. discuss that you brought up that mm-hmm. I love. What is the fine line <laughs> between collecting and hoarding and what goes into developing a fragrance collection? Oh, so yeah, that fine line. I don't like applying it to myself. That's no fun. <laughs> it applies to everybody else. Um, but like, you know, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, that fine line. Some, I think, uh, I guess a popular theme within the fragrance community is like, who has the biggest collection? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, there is no way. Even the, the bottles that I have, I'm very selective of what I add to my collection. But the bottles I have, I'm like, am I ever going to finish this? Mm-hmm. Am I ever going to finish this? I think about that too. Um, I'm like, there's not enough me. There's not enough days, you know, worth of, you know, sprays that I have left in these bottles. Um, But one of the big distinctions for me is, are you buying it because you love it and this, you know, speaks to you? Are you buying it because it's new and everyone has it? Mm -hmm. Do you really like, you know, Cruz del Sur number two or does everyone have it? Right. When I first started my collection, I did a lot of that. To the point that I looked up one day and I was like, I don't even like half of these. Wow. Yeah. I don't even like them. Yeah. I, I, they don't spark joy, which is how I go about building my collection now. Yeah. But I looked up and I was buying everything that was new, everything that people um, talked about. And especially with work, I was getting bottles and bottles of fragrance literally weekly. Right. Of whatever was new, whatever was coming out. And I looked up and I was like, my collection isn't even one that I enjoy completely. Right. But yeah, building a fragrance collection that I actually enjoy was something I had to do, like, I guess a few years in, mm-hmm. like, kind of like revamp and rethink it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so fine line between hoarding and collecting. If you're doing it for the numbers, if you're doing it for um, or to have like the newest thing, I feel like that's a fast track to hoarding. Right. <laughs> because are you are you going to wear something that you don't truly you know enjoy and love? Right. And then collecting I like to approach my collection from each or as many um, fragrance families as I can so you know I love a gourmand Mm -hmm. and so I have plenty of those but I want to fill out um, my soapy or fresh clean fragrance collection Mm -hmm. I want to fill out um, 
my fruits and things like that. So I make sure that I have a selection from um, each fragrance family as much as I can mm-hmm. and ones that I truly enjoy. So I'm trying to find, still trying to find soapy fragrances that I really love, trying mm-hmm. to find fruity fragrances that I really enjoy that are worthy of being added to the collection. Um, so I think collectors put thought into it. Whereas that uh, those hoarders there, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we're not gonna name names. <laughs> just kind of, you know, I have this just to say that I have it, and nobody sees the bottle when you're wearing it. It's so. true. How do you feel about like one thing that I really started doing was just getting like decants and samples and using mm-hmm. those, and I have so many, but then. I almost feel in some ways like I feel like a phony because I talk so much about fragrance, but I re- I actually don't have that many full bottles. Like I I really, I have hundreds of samples. Yes. And so I only really have what I had, what I've gotten on FragranceNet for like under $50 or mm-hmm. what a brand has sent me. And otherwise it's all samples. So I'm like, you know, I see these TikToks, yours included, with this beautiful aesthetic <laughs> of like, just like gorgeous collections. And I'm like, <laughs> that you. is, I, I don't have that, you know? Like, how do you display yeah. yours? And like, what do you feel about like samples versus bottles? So I, same like you, I have way more samples than I do actual bottles. And I don't know if a lot of people know that mm-hmm. um, because people are constantly asking me about fragrances and I always have an answer because of the work uh, environment that I was in. I was literally experiencing them as they were coming out. Right. Um, and yeah, so I'm a huge sampler. That's one of the, the big things within like the Black Girl Smell Good community. I tell them, like, even if I recommend it and I said, I love it, go buy it. I meant go buy a sample. <laughs> right. um, try it out because there's fragrances that I knew, I just knew I was going to love it. Mm-hmm. And I got it. I'm like, this is what y'all were hyping up? This yeah. is what this smells like? Oh, like, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't buy this. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love sampling. I feel like that's a, a great way to uh, discover new fragrances. And I like to call it dating samples. And so, you know, speed round, if it, you know, doesn't smell nice on paper, okay, pass. We don't have to revisit that one. If it smells good on skin, it's like, okay, well, let's put this to the side. We're going to revisit this. Mm -hmm. And I like to describe it as like, yeah, you're taking the fragrance on a date. When I'm wearing a new scent or any sample, how does it make me feel? Mm -hmm. Who does it make me feel like? Where would I wear this to? Not that I think, you know, you have to wear fragrances in any particular place, but where, where do I envision this? What is this saying to me? What does it say about me? I don't know. People probably don't put that much thought into things. I do. I like, love that. It smells yeah. good. Oh, you get me. Yeah. You get me. Well, another thing that you do that I really appreciate that I try and do as well is, and also probably this comes from your, like what you've experienced like with the mm-hmm. training, but people don't know fragrance mm-hmm. terms. Like explaining, thinking about yeah. where would you wear this? How do you feel? Who mm-hmm. does this make you feel like? That's the best way to translate a smell to someone who can't smell what you're smelling, you know? Like especially because in in the environment that I worked in, I can throw notes at you until I'm blue in the face. Right. Do you have a reference point for what heliotrope smells like off the top of your head? No. I don't. No. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this has heliotrope and cetaloxin and broxin and juniper berries. I've said a bunch of nothing to you. Exactly. I've conveyed absolutely nothing. Oh, great. But if I tell you, this fragrance, you wear this on your very first trip to Paris. This, um, this you're going to wear um, when you visit the bakery. This smells exactly like the flaky layers of a croissant. Right. 
and then the um, the coffee that you or the the cappuccino that you have. Mm-hmm. Imagine just the creamy foam. This is what this smells like. You know, like right. putting it in terms that people understand. I right. <laughs> well, you also do this thing where your voice gets like really soothing, and like when I watch your videos, it's like, Thank okay, you. imagine you are at the, and I'm just like. <laughs> Why am I, why is my bodily, body tingling right now? I'm like, this is, <laughs> um, People tells me, told me it gives ASMR vibes and I have never heard that ever before starting TikTok. Like, right. To the point my comments, I'm like, are y'all listening or right. are you just listening? Right. <laughs> I think it's something that when you love a fragrance so much and you're so passionate about it, like you, it's like subconscious. You like talk about it like sexy. Like you're, you're just yeah. like, it's like. <laughs> What you don't know is that you need this fragrance. Like, I... I, I Emma. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're just, yeah, like, so yeah, into it. Like, I get it. I'm never going to talk about a fragrance and be like, you guys are going to love it. Like, you know, like, something in me changes. <laughs> Although, have you seen all those videos of, like, the parodies of, like, those, like, New York influencers who are like, today we went to Carbone. We got a steak sandwich. Like, all the, like, stupid... <laughs> This literally hurts my throat to do that. But you got to sell the whole package, and that comes with every every sense included. Sorry, I lost my train of thought, and I now my throat hurts. Um, <laughs> we were talking before the podcast, and you mentioned you mm-hmm. have thoughts on the Fenty perfume, and I would love to hear yes. that. Yes. Okay, so when I did the Fenty uh, review, it's like my most viewed video on TikTok. I think it has like... 350 something thousand views which is insane because I never get traction like that um but yeah so when it launched they did like this tease on all of their socials and you saw this brown bottle and it was spinning and very like elusive and it was they had like silks in the background and all these different things and people like oh what are they releasing is this a another setting spray what can be in this bottle and I'm like that's a perfume Robin Rihanna Fenty, that is a fragrance. <laughs> and I tweeted it, um, and people were tweeting me. They are like, oh, this is absolutely a fragrance. And as they um, started to tease it, I got so excited because um, I used to work for Sephora. And in Sephora, I was a Fenty Beauty brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. And so I did the entire launch of Fenty with my store. And so I feel like this kinship with Rihanna because I'm like, I've signed an NDA for her. Like, <laughs> me, and, me and Rie, we're besties. Yeah. And so this fragrance comes and everybody is um, just like on the tips of their chairs waiting for this fragrance to launch. And I go and I'm like sharing every update, making sure like um, the Black Girl Smell Good community knows because of course we're excited. A Black Girl's yeah. launching a fragrance. Yeah. Like tell everybody you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is our time. We're, <laughs> we're, we have to come and show support in droves. Yeah. And so um, they release samples to start, right? When I tell you everyone in America got their damn sample before mine ever arrived, people were getting their <laughs> their full bottles before I ever got my sample. And I was so worried because I was like, I want to talk about this. I want to be the girl to talk about this yeah. on TikTok. I have to experience this. So fast forward, the sample comes in and they've um, on the website or like the video teasers, Rihanna's talking about how she... Um, went to Grasse and uh, studied and smelled all these new things and uh, brought things from her childhood to make this fragrance. And when you think Rihanna, you think, oh, just like 
unimaginably sexy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have all of these thoughts in my head of what this fragrance was going to be. And people are tweeting me. They're like, oh, you know, like, oh, do you think it's going to be like a dupe of Love Don't Be Shy that she's been rumored to wear? And by the way, she's never confirmed that. It's just a rumor and people ran with it. Mm-hmm. Just ran with it. Like, oh, that's Rihanna's fragrance. Yeah. Um, she's never, ever confirmed it. But that's know. such good marketing for Killian <laughs> if that's not Rihanna's it perfume. It literally <laughs> is. It literally is. Um, and so... <laughs> I had people thought like, oh, is it going to smell like the um, like her skincare products, like her butter drop? Um, mm-hmm. It's like a body moisturizer. Mm-hmm. It smells amazing. Or is it going to smell like rubble floor? All of these things. And so when I got it and I smelled it, I'm like, huh. It wasn't immediate excitement like that. That literally was my reaction. Hmm. I still, to this day, I am made a good dent in this bottle, but I still feel like I'm still figuring her out, still yeah. trying to get to know who she is. And so I put up the video, right? And I'm saying, hey, you know, like I've smelled this fragrance and here's what I think. And my immediate thought after the hmm was, this smells familiar. What does this smell like? And so I'm like literally in my room. I'm like, I know it's not a fragrance and I'm picking up stuff. I pick up baby lotion and I'm like, oh, this is what it smells like. And to me, I'm like, I like baby lotion. Yeah. <laughs> I like baby lotion. I enjoy it. So I'm like, oh, wow, that smells very similar. And so me being me, I'm on Fragrantica and I'm typing things and I'm searching. <laughs> I'm like, what is in baby lotion? Why do these smell similar? And they were, um, at this point, Fenty was like very, um, like, hush-hush about the notes. Mm-hmm. They didn't release the notes until like way late, like, way late. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, why does this smell familiar? I go on Johnson and Johnson's website and like back on like the back ends of their website where they list what the um, notes are. In okay, the, you um, really were products. like sleuthing on the internet. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not crazy. I love like that's one of my favorite things. Like, what does it smell like? Like, if I can relate it to something in everyday life, yeah, exactly. That's good for me, right? <laughs> and so I'm searching and I'm searching and I find on Johnson Johnson, it's green notes, musk, citrus, and I think something else. And then I look at Fenty, I'm like, blueberry, tangerine, there's a citrus, musk, and patchouli. Oh, yeah, it has that, too. This smells like baby lotion. I did not mean it in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I post this video, and at one point, it was, it had more views than the actual Fenty, like, the launch, like, the launch TikTok that they did. Yeah. It had more views than that. And I'm like, oh, my God, Rihanna's going to see me say that her baby, the new thing that she just spent however long wearing, Mm -hmm. smells like baby lotion <laughs> and I was so pressed because I'm like oh I did not mean that in a bad way like right. baby lotion to me smells good it, it reminds me of childhood yeah I still have a bottle like this isn't you know it isn't a far-fetched thing for me and people on Twitter they're like oh no black girl smell good said that it smells like baby lotion so we don't need it I'm like no I did not say that you're like it smells like baby lotion so we do need it <laughs> yes like we, we absolutely do Please get this and experience it for yourself. Um, But yeah, the fragrance was just, it wasn't at all what I was expecting. It Still to this day, I'm like, Rihanna, as her first official, I guess, on the Fenty Fashion House, Mm -hmm. this is the first official fragrance launch. It just was not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be ultra sexy. Like, uh, I thought it would be, have like some sharp saffron, you know, like something. Rihanna, she's bold. She's edgy. And this wasn't that 
And so I took a step back and I'm like, okay, let me go back and review like the, um, I'm totally a nerd about this. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> this doesn't sound nerdy at all. <laughs> <laughs> As she's on Johnson and like, Johnson. Go back and review the website. <laughs> I went back to look at her marketing and I'm like, what am I missing? So I went back and she talks about like um, how the different notes resonated with her. And like it wasn't the overall smell wasn't familiar to her, but it was um, the blueberry reminded her of this particular thing in Barbados. And this reminded her of such and such. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so this is deeply personal. Okay. And I thought that it was this sounds so corny, kind of poetic in a way going back to um, experience the fragrance again with that understanding. Mm -hmm. And it's almost crazy because that's exactly how it wears. It's very personal. There isn't a huge, like, um, scent trail with this one. It's very personal on the skin, nose, and neck. Mm -hmm. And after reading what she made this for, she was like, you know, it's it's that it's personal. It absolutely does smell that way. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does smell that way. You don't wear this scent for everyone else. Like, I have crowd-pleaser fragrances. Right. I know when I put them on, like, oh, I'm getting compliments. Today. Right. <laughs> the compliments will come in today. Fenty, you wear it for yourself. You wear it for yourself. And I think that was an important distinction that I think they could have done more yeah. like, on the marketing for so that people knew what they were expecting. I do enjoy the fragrance. It just wasn't at all what I was expecting. What did you right. think about it? Okay. Once again, I have not... <laughs> So I have not Emma. smelled it because I made, I put a shopping cart together because I saw that if you spend mm -hmm. like $50 on Fenty.com, you get a free sample. But when I tell you, mm -hmm. at going back to collecting versus hoarding, that like I recently moved and realized I was a hoarder, have been specifically, <laughs> I moved into a 475 square foot apartment with my boyfriend. Everything has to be mm -hmm. very tight. And I realized, like, I can't just be ordering makeup off the internet. And I I literally don't have room for a, a, another product. Like, I just, like, don't. And that's not a humble mm -hmm. brag. That's, like, a I live in, like, no, I'm, I'm in my kitchen right now, which is also my dining room, which is also my living room. So that's the, Understood. That's the experience that we're Understood. having. Yeah, so... Long story short, I'm justifying why I didn't try the Rihanna fragrance, but <laughs> but I read like all, like so many reviews about it, and mm -hmm. I also I don't know if there's I had an episode that I recorded with the astrologer David Odyssey, and we specifically have mm -hmm. a part where we talked about the Rihanna fragrance, which I thought was really interesting because he came at it from like, well, what is Rihanna's chart, and why did she make the move that she Ooh. did? So I told him what I know about it, which is essentially kind of what you said, that like people kind of felt like it missed the mark. Not missed the mark. I don't want to say something bad. It, it didn't match the expectation, right? Because you get this sultry, yeah. dark bottle, and you get this mm -hmm. bright color packaging, even though those things, too, are a little bit, like, conflicting, like bright blue packaging yeah. with a dark brown bottle. Mm -hmm. But you're expecting, like, you know, you hear she wears love, don't be shy, Killian. For me, I was yep. expecting something that was sort of like a warm gourmand scent with mm -hmm. some fruity notes that smelled yeah. somewhere in between, like, Parfum de Mali Meliora and like Love Don't Be Shy Ooh. Killian, like something maybe mm -hmm. marshmallow. Like, I don't know. That's what I was assuming that I would that I would smell. Again, cannot vouch for anything because I haven't smelled it. But the reviews I saw, including yours and including other people's, were like, this is a pretty safe play for Rihanna. Yeah. But I think when you understand the astrology behind it, of just like <laughs> Rihanna, everything Rihanna does is calculated because she's, yeah, you know, so. I think she's, I think he said she's a Pisces. Yeah, and she is a Pisces. Yes, she's a Pisces. It's very interesting. So I'm curious if you check it out, what your <laughs> thoughts are. But he basically said like, it makes sense that like she's sort of like protecting herself 
I have to re-listen to what he said, but it was basically like she, it would make sense that she would make a fragrance that's like sort of like mass appealing because it's very calculated, but also something that she personally enjoys. So with that said, I still need to try the fragrance. I will literally, <laughs> I have decant bottles. <laughs> I will literally send this to oh, you. Oh, we should do a little <laughs> decant that... exchange. I, you tell me what you Ooh, want. Yes, I'll, please. Let's do it. After this, we can like, yes, we absolutely. can um, do that. How do you display your fragrances? So I feel like I'm breaking the third wall here. Every TikTok video is absolutely staged. Um, none of my fragrances live out, out on display. Um, well, I can't say none of them. My fragrances are in a um, underbed storage because I have to keep them in a dark, cool place. Mm-hmm. And I live in LA. It's never, I mean, it's LA weather, okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I um, tuck them underneath my bed. And usually if I'm filming a video, I'll pull them out. Or sometimes I'll only pull out, you know, what I plan to wear that week. Um, and never in a window. Um, the videos people usually see like oh it's in a window i thought you aren't supposed to store fragrances there i'm like girl this is just for show You're like this is five minutes only <laughs> and then it's going backwards there's just the best lighting in the house that's all yeah <laughs> um, but yeah i don't actually keep them out as much as i wish i did because that was like something that my mom and grandmother did as far as like having them on their vanities all displayed mm-hmm. and collecting dust really <laughs> um and I would love to do that, but when I realize I'm like, hey, I do have so much of this and I don't want to compromise the integrity of the fragrances, especially because I know that I'm not going to get through a bottle like a normal person would. Mm-hmm. And so I make sure to store them. Um, if I can, I'll keep the original like box like to really you know, store them away properly. Right. But yeah, they actually live under my bed. So <laughs> I pull them out as needed. Yeah. Yeah. On my dresser, I have like one little like stand that I got and Mm -hmm. I have like 15 like displayed like pretty narrowly and then everything Mm -hmm. else is under my bed or it's like in my bedside drawer or I honestly, I really have made a conscious effort to, you were talking earlier about like not holding on to what doesn't bring you joy and the thing is so many people like just because I don't like a perfume does not you know, make it bad. And I, there's so many people that like, there's a perfume I I own and I don't like, and someone's actually like, this is my favorite perfume in the world. And so I just have started like giving away fragrances, especially Mm -hmm. ones where I'm like, this is objectively a great fragrance, but I'm not going to wear it. Like I just received, um, the sunscreen perfume and vacation. Vacation. Yes. And I'm like, this is a fun, like fun summer beach fragrance. I'm obsessed with the concept I think it's like such yeah. a fun idea, but it's, I don't personally wear sunscreen perfumes, but my cousin's been like Me looking either. for her signature scent. And I was like, this is going to make her so happy. She's from LA. <laughs> this will be reminiscent, you know, like, and she's obsessed with it. I gave it to her and she was like crying of tears of joy. And I'm like, this is where this perfume belongs. You know what I mean? Like I could hoard yeah. it because it's like a cool idea and it is, but I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> not going to wear it, you know? I was so surprised to see notes of like swimsuit like I, I know, it and it actually or smells like, like that. Water. It, it literally smells does. like what your bathing suit smells like when you get out of a chlorine-filled <laughs> pool. I'm like, this is the most photorealistic yes. scent I have ever experienced. It's really, it's very fun. I think a good pick-me-up, like dead of winter or something. Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> to spray that and bring yourself back to summer. Yeah. Um, as far as like fragrances, yeah, I definitely do not hold on to anything that I'm not in love with anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and sampling def- definitely has helped with that. There's one fragrance in particular that I wore during like a really 
hard transition period in my life and I was feeling like very dark and very heavy and the fragrance matched that and it was Tom Ford's Beau de Jour. I don't Not know even sure that if I'm one. pronouncing that correctly. I don't know it. It's very heavy, it's spicy, it's woody and I was just having like just the one of the most just awful times in life. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong mm-hmm. and I was so just stuck on this fragrance and I was wearing this fragrance all the time throughout this period. And eventually, of course, things get better. I come out of this period and I put that fragrance away for a long time because I was just, you know, at that point, I'm just like kind of sick of it, wanting to move on. Yeah. And one day I'm like, oh, I forgot I had this and I pull it out and I smell it. And when I tell you every memory of that time smacked me in the face. Wow. And it's kind of insane how fragrance like can transport you back into a memory like that. The power of scent is crazy. It takes you exactly to that right place. Back. Yeah. Like, I, re- I remembered where, I, it was a, um, a different apartment, but I remember where I sprayed it last. Like, where I remember where I was standing. Mm-hmm. It was inc- like incredible and just mind-blowing. And I was like, oh, I can't wear this. Yeah. I love this fragrance. I think it's beautiful. I cannot wear it. I can't wear it again. I smelled it on someone literally in a grocery store. And I'm like, what? Like, this was shortly after yeah. I sold the bottle. And I was like, oh, like, it like like a pang in my chest just yeah. like, <laughs> it's like getting rid of like a haunted item or something like yes. li- the way the weight that it carries yeah yeah I mean it's it there's certain notes that just like remind you of times or people or you know I was I was mm-hmm. talking about this in the last episode but like even not even perfume related but like if I smell like stale cigarettes I just immediately mm-hmm. think of my dad it's like a very specific like old stale <laughs> yes. smell and it's just I don't know it's just weird how just certain smells like or sometimes I'll smell something that I didn't know I thought smelled like somebody it wasn't a fragrance mm-hmm. that was even like in my brain of something that I knew then I smell it somewhere and I'm like oh my god this was a perfume my grandmother wore and it's not even like the oh, one that I yeah. knew my grandmother wore like I know my grandmother wore Giorgio I know when I smell Giorgio I think mm-hmm. of her but she had a few others on her table and I, the other day like a woman passed me in the street and I'm like this was one of the other perfumes on the table and I don't know which one it was oh, but I'm just wow. like I know this like I, I know you wow. you know it's just it's wild my godmother is single-handedly keeping Mugler in business with the amount of <laughs> bottles of Angel that she oh, buys oh my god She's worn Angel nearly, I'm like, when did it come out? Like the 90s. My entire life. Literally my entire life she's worn Angel to a point where her home smelled, like everything smells like it. When I think of that scent, I think of my godmom. Yeah. It has like a bajillion notes. Yeah. Like a bajillion. Yeah. Way too many notes. I'm like, nobody said, who decided cotton candy, pineapple, nutmeg, (laughs) all the stone fruits ever, and tonka bean. Right. (laughs) We're going to smell good together. Right. Um. But that fragrance, I relate it to her. Yeah. And her car smells like it. Her hands, um, like mail that she's given me, like it smells like this fragrance to the point where I didn't even want to sell it to anyone else. Like that was just her fragrance. Right. And I kept it super exclusive for just her. <laughs> yeah. I think that's part of like why I love fragrance so much and like why I've gotten mm-hmm. into it of just like a sense can transport you like for better or worse. And I think there's Absolutely. something really amazing about just like realizing someone or some place or some time in your life has a smell associated with it and um you know I it's really it's really powerful and with that we have one final segment of the show it's called what's that smell and it is rapid fire scent association all about exactly what we just talked about I will name people, places, things, whatever. 
And any answer you say is correct. So if it's a bottle of perfume, if it's a specific note, if it's a color, if it's an emotion, it is correct. Just tell oh, me. Made for this. I love abstract descriptions. I mean, this, yeah. You tell me the first thing okay. comes to your mind, and that's the answer. Okay. Okay. Maya, are you ready to play What's That Smell? Mmm, what's that smell? I am ready. Okay. Maya, what is the smell of L.A.? Oh, <laughs> L.A. smells gritty. Okay. It smells gritty and breezy. Gritty and breezy. Kind of like, if I had to give L.A. a fragrance house, it would probably be Lilabo. <laughs> oh my god, wait, should we? Like the inside of Lilabo. <laughs> wait, okay, can we do a fragrance house style and you just give a house to each thing I say? Sure. Okay, this yeah, is fun. Sure. Ah, what a fun little spin. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I'm so happy you're letting me be a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm like geeking out with you, so I'm like, this is great. Okay, what fragrance house would you give your grandmother? Oh, she just recently passed, and Aww. it's like, I've been getting uh, reminders of her all the time. Uh, I feel like I would have to say Estee Lauder because it was her signature scent. She wore Pleasure's. I didn't sell pleasures to anyone either. Yeah, but yeah, you she can. Pleasures. <laughs> it was her scent. I couldn't sell that. Um, her and my mom shared that, shared that as their signature scent mm-hmm. for a while. But yeah, I feel like she would be pleasures because it's so, uh, it's classy. You think, yeah, Estee Lauder for sure. It would be my grandmother's fragrance house. <laughs> and what fragrance house would you give to your teenage years? Oh, my teenage years. My teenage years. What's fun? I'm lying. My teenage years were not like all that fun. <laughs> um, I feel like this is going to have to go. It's so basic. Bath and Body Works. I love it. <laughs> Our, love to see it. Everyone's first fragrance. I know. Yeah. I There was nothing that I didn't own. There was nothing that I didn't own. So my teenage years smell like all the things of Bath and Body Works. I love it. Everything. What would you say the smell of you today is? <laughs> Praline, probably. It's in some of my favorites in my rotation right now. Praline and spice. I want to smell sweet and spicy all the time. And I think if I had a smell, like if you wore my sweatshirt, it would probably smell sweet and spicy. Mm. Oh, yeah. But praline for sure. And I've really, really been loving patchouli for whatever reason. And I was a patchouli hater. But yeah. Isn't it crazy how like your your taste evolves as you get deeper into fragrance like when I think about notes that I used to be like so against that I love and vice versa it's just am I who I think I am like I don't know I was like am I a poser yeah because I hated Rose I thought Rose was for elderly people I Rose why would you want to smell like a rose no Rose is one of the most beautiful beautiful I know And it's so misunderstood because it can be so many, you know, you can smell rose in like a sort of like sad, cold fragrance and you can smell rose in like a sexy, warm fragrance and Mm -hmm. every single thing in between. And I just, yeah, I really, I think, I think she's misunderstood. Okay. And the final, what's that smell, Maya, is what is the smell of black girls smell good? Oh, oh, (laughs) um, the smell of black girls smell good. The smell. No, like, literally, they're going to think Killian is paying me or something. Black girls smell good. We are... <laughs> no, really. <laughs> Killian, I'm open here. <laughs> we are collectively like princess. 
Like sweet marshmallows. I need to go. I need to go smell it right now. I need to go smell Fenty. I need to go smell Princess. Wow. My, it's been so much fun talking to you, truly. I feel like I just <laughs> made a new well. friend. I'm like so looking forward Absolutely. to staying in touch. And we should definitely do a, a fragrance exchange. But yes, for please. everybody listening, I'm sure they already follow you. And we've also said the name a thousand <laughs> times, but where can people follow you? Oh, so I am on Twitter, Black Girls Smell Good, Instagram, of course, and TikTok. Soon to be Pinterest, as soon as, soon as I learn how to work it. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. But yeah, I'm on all the platforms everywhere. Amazing. Okay, guys, go follow Black Girls Smell Good. Maya, it's been so much fun chatting with you. Thank you so much. I had a blast. Perfume Room is edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon, and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez. 